Welcome back to the Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a 23-year-old mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. Studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do, or talk about which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. All right, so I'm here with Elijah. He's a fitness coach who has a focus on mental health as well. So Elijah, can you tell the people a little bit about yourself and how you got into being a fitness coach? Kofi, man, first of all, I would like to thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here, man. So bro, yeah, let's jump right into it, man. How I got into fitness. It was at a point in decision where I realized that I could drown in negativity or channel my energy into a positive light. And I say that to say it was after uh, my first puppy dog love breakup, which mm-hmm. any of my guys that are listening right now, we definitely know what that feels like. Right. And <laughs> and so I was dating this really pretty chick in high school, man. I'm talking about like I did good for myself type shit. Uh-huh. And at the time, it was that first puppy dog love. And I was just so passionate about her, man. I was always a passionate dude growing up. And so obviously my first relationship, a lot of the passion I just had as a person, I also had that about the relationship. Mm-hmm. So what I ended up happening, man, is, is, you know, like we all go through, I got my heart broken. I got did dirty by this girl, bro. Mm-hmm. Deaded me, started dating a ball player whose lock was right next to mine. Bro, uh, what? That's crazy. Yeah, man, it was crazy, bro. I felt like crazy stupid every single day for like a couple of months after that breakup, just like looking at this failure in my face, man. And so it had got to the point where, you know, I was so passionate about that and I was so broken at the time emotionally. And for a lot of of us as men, man, this is the first time we actually discover what our emotions really feel like mm-hmm. outside of anything that's externally trauma based. Right. And so it's easy to justify emotions when we're dealing with traumatic situations. And not to say that a breakup is not traumatic, but when it's just a girl and we're trying to figure out why we so emotional over a girl, yeah. for a lot of us, it's very unfamiliar, right? Yeah, so bro. I was in that unfamiliar place, man. And I was just like, bro, I can either continue to drown in this negativity and this hurt, mm-hmm. or I can channel my energy in a positive direction. And at the time I was, you know, I was an athlete. I wrestled, you know, ran cross country, all that good stuff, but I never worked out. And one day I just decided to start going to the gym because it was a spring season and I didn't play a sport spring season. So all my homeboys, they either did track or were, were doing lacrosse. Mm-hmm. So I had just got broken up with this girl and I don't even got my homeboys to hang with after school. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like really lonely in this specific capacity. So I just started going to the gym after school just to kind of make up time and kind of get myself out of that, you know, that hurt space. That's when I found my love for working out, man, because it really just helped me come to a face-to-face look at myself in the mirror, but also have something tangible for me to build and grow on, you know what yeah. I mean, which was my body. Yeah. And so I started working out, and it wasn't even about the revenge body thing. That's kind of what it was at first. I'm like, right, I'm about to get big on shorty. Fuck all that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I started to be, learn was, man, it was just the mindset of being able to do something to help you grow every day. That's when I really got into self-development mm-hmm. and really just found fitness and self-development to be so important to me that I took it upon myself to get my certification when I turned 18 and I started coaching, man, just because I just fell in love with it and how much it did for me as a person, bro. Yeah, that's fire, bro. Like just hearing the fact that you did that at 18, that's not a normal route to take, especially at 18 years old to say that this is something that I want to dedicate my life to that I want to actually put time and effort and energy into, bro. So kudos to you for that. I can relate to your story so much as far as like that first heartbreak. I feel like everybody can relate <laughs> to that. 
especially when you're a man, what you said is spot on as far as like us being able to identify our emotions in that period, because it's tough for us because we're like, whoa, why am I so emotional about this? Why does this bother me so much? This is just a girl. I should be fine. I can't tell my friends about this because they're going to look at me like I'm crazy for being upset, sad, frustrated about a breakup. So you go through all these different things. You gaslight yourself. I'm just glad that you were able to take that and make something positive out of it, bro. So I know you mentioned your journey and becoming a fitness coach opened you up to a lot of different things. So can you speak a little bit about that and how that happened? Yeah, man. It opened me up to self-development first, and which is just the idea of just elevating your mindset. When you focus on working on yourself so much, if you exclude the spiritual component, you'll hit a glass ceiling to the point where you're so focused on what you need to be accomplishing and what you need to become that you're not okay with who you are in the present moment. Mm. And that's, that was the click for me because I found myself at a position where I'm like, okay, I've had some great accomplishments in my life, career, financially. I'm fit. I look good. I don't got a problem with women. Why do I still feel like I'm not enough? Mm. And at that point, that's when I sort of realized that self-development had a cap, had a glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. If you're not taking in component, the spiritual aspect of it, I would not say spiritual, I mean the conscious aspect of it. And that may mean different things to different people. But for me, it was developing a high level of self-awareness and presence about who I am and where I am inside of my life and really bridging that into the self-development aspect to create that holistic flow. When you dive your mind into so much different levels of information around what you can do to become better, you start to always think that you were inferior in a way. And you Mm -hmm. almost reprogram your mind to the point where, you know, something that helped you in one phase of your life where you kind of didn't know anything about that Mm -hmm. is now holding you back. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, you are speaking. And that's kind of where I was out, bro. And that kind of is where I want to really start diving into this emotional and spiritual aspect of just this journey, man. You are speaking facts, bro. Okay, yo, I love that, man, because I feel like a lot of us, we kind of get caught up in what's called destination addiction. And destination addiction is like you're always searching for happiness. Happiness is never where you are. It's always where you're going to be. It's always in the next goal, the next milestone, the next achievement. It makes so much sense how you can go to the gym all these years. And eventually that becomes kind of a way that you beat yourself up. You're comparing yourself to everybody else. You feel like you're not good enough. You feel like once you hit a certain number or a certain physique, you'll then be happy with yourself. But that number keeps on changing. You keep on changing it. Society keeps on changing it. So I love the fact that you worked on yourself spiritually, emotionally, all those different things, man, because it's so important. That ties in so much to our mental health and how we feel about ourselves and how we perceive the world around us. Man, that was powerful, bro, for real. Okay, so one interesting thing that you mentioned was that you had to figure out your clientele. And I feel like a lot of fitness coaches, especially black men, I'm just going to put us out here. And they start working with, you know, a bunch of women. Right. And it's like, all right, you know, I get it. I understand you're in that field. Women are, you know, a lot of women are in the gym trying to get their summer bodies. And so for you, I want you to talk about, first of all, your clientele and why you made that decision with your clientele? 100%, man. So that's a great question, bro, because that's kind of like the model for the average black trainer. It's like, yo, you know what? I'm going to become a trainer and I'm going to just train women, predominantly white women, because they collectively per capita have more discretionary income to spend on expenses like or investments like a trainer, right? Mm-hmm. And that was sort of the previous mindset that I had been exposed to, especially early in the game before I was an online coach and I went into peak performance and I was just kind of a, just training my clients in the gym. Mm-hmm. And at the time I trained everybody. 
right? Mm -hmm. And I put my reps in learning how to train people, how to coach people, how to do my thing on the physical side, the mental side, you know, the nutrition side, getting the certifications. But what I realized is that I had stopped training on the forefront for a little bit to build a startup. I fresh out of college, I was running a hard tech startup. I was building a software and hardware technology. That's when I learned about really just how to build a business. When I ended up coming back to fitness as sort of the thing that I really was passionate about, I wanted to do, I asked myself, number one, I want to build a business that I can love doing. And that's just not going to be from my time to my money. But the other aspect was like, yo, who do I want to help? And that's a question that you have to ask yourself when you want to grow. And then the average answer that you get from guys is like, well, I want to help people who got money to pay me. <laughs> and that was, that makes sense. But also for me, I just, I went a little bit deeper. I was like, I want to help people who I can serve at the highest level. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And this goes back to that aspect of that milestone mentality. Because when I was running my startup, I went from being a fitness trainer, fresh out of college to managing a team, raising money, building a, a software, building a hardware product, pitching to investors, doing all these things at a very, very rapid speed. Mm -hmm. and again, here I was in this hole, creating an idea out of myself and constantly in a position every day where it's hard work. And I'm also telling myself, like, you're not enough. You have to learn this. You got to do this. Right, right? right. And so what I realized is that I burnt myself out. Mm -hmm. I burnt myself out bad. And I kind of hit like a very, very hard mental brick wall. And I was like, I just don't get it. Like, what's going on right now? Like, I'm doing my thing. Why am I not happy? Why am I drained mentally, which obviously leads to the physical aspects of it mm -hmm. as well. And I realized that it was because of my beliefs. It was because I was the, typically the only black guy in the room. And I was constantly trying to prove myself that I can make it in this space. Right. right? I was constantly identifying myself with the stories that my mom told me growing up. Elias, you got to work 10 times as hard as the person who doesn't look like you to get what they have. And so while that worked for me to a certain point in my life, when I got to a point where I needed to think high level to see success in a business, mm -hmm. everything broke. Because right. working hard and burning yourself out is not what's going to get you to make the right decisions to grow. Right. And I started realizing that this wasn't just me as an entrepreneur, but this is a lot of guys like me and you who graduate from college and whether seek a career or a business or a platform and are like, yo, I have something that I'm passionate about that I want to follow or, you know, I'm really, really passionate about my career, whatever the case may be. Right. But I also am conditioned by these stories growing up that I, I have this chip on my shoulder. At the end of the other aspect of it is like, yo, I've got so many different things to think about, like building generational wealth and breaking generational curses and all the work that goes into these things that I have to do as a black man, as a leader in my family, respectively to whatever that is to anybody that's listening. Right. And I realized like in that process, we just put ourselves to the back end of the line a lot of times. Right. Because you right. don't have the same environment. It's not like high school where you got a team or college where you might have your frat brothers. We break off and now it's like, all right, well, we're doing our things respectively. We might have a small little tribe, but do we have the environment that we need to keep us together mentally, physically, and spiritually? And so right. for me, I started realizing that a lot of guys who aren't a fitness trainer, who don't have all that knowledge to work out, end up falling into burnout, getting out of shape. And it's like, man, I'm trying to balance these things in my life. I just can't figure out how to do it. Making money and getting my shit together is more important right now. So because of that, I'm going to just put my body and my mental health and all those things at the back end of the line to make do with what I got to do with the growth of my career or financially. And I was right. like, that's the story that I lived myself. And I know that's the story that a lot of my clients relate to. And so that's why I started to decide like, yo, I'm going to work with men who are just like me because I know I can serve them at the highest level because I know what they're going through on a day-to-day -day basis. 
I'm not just prescribing you to eat these certain things, but I'm also telling you how to develop your mindset, how to develop the way that you go throughout your day-to-day lifestyle to make this implementable because I know what you're dealing with. Right. And that's what allowed me to really pick who I wanted because I said, if I can serve people at the highest level, the money's going to come. Right. It was all about the purpose and the why for me. And that's kind of why I chose to work with that niche. Right. Nah, that's dope, bro. That's fire. Because when you put out the best product, people see that, they relate to it. They can tell when you're passionate. Like me just listening to you, I can tell you're passionate about what you do, man. And it reminds me a lot of myself. And that's why I like when we linked up because I felt like I see a lot of myself in you. I know you probably see a lot of yourself in me because we're very like-minded individuals. The whole reason why I started the platform Express Yourself Black Man is because I felt like Black men needed a community. Like when I was in college, I had a tribe like you talked about. I had like five to eight friends that we would talk about a bunch of different things. If I had a rough day, if I had a rough class, whatever the case may be, I would go to their dorm room and we would sit and we would talk, we would vibe, we would freestyle the instrumentals. We would do all these different things that were therapeutic to us. But after we graduated and we got into the real world and we all separated, it became so difficult learning how to become an adult, learning how to get into working a nine to five and not seeing my friends. All these different things made it extremely difficult to maintain my mental health. I'm glad I still went to the gym because for me, that was kind of my release for the time being was just going to the gym and having some place where I could get that energy out, that negative energy out and replace it with something else. So I'm so glad that you talked about that as why you work with black entrepreneurs, because when you work with people like you, it just makes it a lot easier, right? Like you don't have to be anybody else. You don't have to change what you're doing because it's all coming from experience. Man, that's dope. Right. Okay, so take me into what you do. Like, let's say I was a new client of yours and I wanted to get started with you. How would you go about that process? Yeah. So first thing we would do is I would get the full context of where you want to go and what challenges you're dealing with. So usually the guys that I work with, I work with two different types of guys, guys that want to put on some muscle mass, which may be a guy like me or you a little bit more on the like the skinny, yes. Hector more style, yes, sir. To put on some masks because yes, we're tired sir. of walking in the rooms, feeling like we don't take up no space. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then we have the guys who are like skinny fat, maybe need to drop 15 to 30 pounds. Right. So mm-hmm. I work with those specific segments. And so the first thing I do is really just get a vision of what you want for yourself, not just physically, but mentally and kind of holistically inside of your lifestyle as well. And then from there, you know, one of the first things that we do is inside of my program, we onboard you. What that does is I take a look at where your nutrition's at. I build you out a nutrition plan, building you out your training plan. And I do what's called a litmus test. A litmus test is the popular business term when you're kind of testing out the systems of a specific website or operations inside of a business, right? Mm-hmm. But you're testing the most important aspects of the function. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is I test the most important aspects of the functions of where you would like to be. And so one of that is physically. So what are you eating right now? Calorie intake, the quality of food. What is your training right now? Are you training at all? You know, what movements are you doing? How strong are you? Like we have a specific set of movements that really test your progress over time. Mm-hmm. The second aspect of it is how do you feel day to day? Where's your mental health at? Are you constantly triggered and burnt out and feeling like, you know, like what do those emotions look like for you? Because a lot of those emotions dictate how consistent you're actually going to be with your fitness. Absolutely. You know what I mean? The biggest thing, the biggest thing that stops people from getting in shape is just staying consistent. It's not because they don't got the, the right workout plan or the right you know nutritionist because life gets in the way emotions get in the way especially for us guys we'd like all like to think we're a lot less emotional than we actually are when the reality is man you get home a long day after work you might want to record a podcast you give the last 
lost a little bit of your willpower to that. And now it's like, man, I got to go to the workout because I'm trying to get big. You might not have it in you depending on the type of day that you have. Right. right and right. so we got to assess that as well. And the last thing we just assess the way that you're spending your time to make sure that you're prioritizing the right projects and commitments in your lifestyle. So you're not stretched too thin. Because another thing that we deal with as men, especially as black men, is stretching ourselves too thin. Mm. Whether it be in our careers, in the business, and for the people that lean on us. Right. And so when you stretch too thin and you have nothing in your cup, you can't pour into anything or anyone that's actually important. Right. Right. And so that's kind of the base layer where we start out. We do a full 16 weeks. So you get live coaching with me each week to see where you're at, what challenges you're dealing with, upgrading your program to really make sure that's matching your level of how your body is growing. Right. Monthly mastermind. Last month, we had a mastermind, man, specifically on how to better spiritually attune yourself to negative environments. Mm. Right. And like that's a very specific topic because a negative environment could be your environment at home. It could be your relationship. It could be your job or it could be something that you got to deal with in your business the reality is there's so much negativity that we have access to right Right. and as humans we naturally default to it responding to negativity because that's how we were able to survive when we were like nomadic beings things that brought us negative information is how we responded to staying alive like a predator or something like that so it's been ingrained in our mind which is why we have developed egos to protect ourselves from negative things Mm. so we go so into deep as like bro sometimes you just feel why you feel so burnt out why are you letting so much things take away from your energy throughout the day and so, of course, we're working on fitness training, but we're going into deep as going into topics like that because we're going so deep level on what's actually happening in, in the lives of my of my clients. You know what I mean? So we do monthly right. masterminds, man. And the cherry on top of the program is that every guy that comes to our program at the end of the 16 weeks, if he's followed through and he showed up, man, we send him off and we gift him a, a custom bespoke suit. Okay. So we have a partnership with the custom clothes the year. And essentially, at the end of the program, we get your measurements of your body. You get to pick the fabrics and you get to pick the interior and the exterior fabrics of your suit. And we put in an order and we have a custom suit built out to you and we ship it out to you. And so you're able to actually wear something that's fly Mm-hmm. That represents your physical, mental, and spiritual transformation. Man, that yo, you program, baby. Yo, you are <laughs> nah, you are fire. That's the commercial right there. That's the commercial <laughs> right there. That's the commercial right there. Like, damn, you got me there. Like, yo, and I don't even tell people that. So the people that's listening on this podcast, they you got, don't, nobody yeah. actually knows this until they come into the program. So you, I just gave y'all a little bit of game. That's I'm probably fire. not gonna say that as much, but word. Nah, that's, that's that how you give it is, up, man. Jeez, bro. That's fire for real. You talked a little bit about diet, right? And like looking at what your clients eat. My question to you would be, how do you build the correct diet and why is it so important? Because I feel like a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lift weights. I'm going to run and I'll be fine. But I try to tell people like, yo, you know, that's probably not going to work out as well as you want it to because it depends on what you put in your body. And it's something that I also struggled with at first when I first started at the gym. So talk a little bit more about diet. So we've all heard the saying that diet is 80% of the work, right? It's mm-hmm. 80% of the progress. That's like when you're like young. Once you're not in college anymore, you're not in an environment that you can pretty much control and you have zero stress. Mm-hmm. Your diet is about 95% of the results you're going to see. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because of stress, mm-hmm. right? When you're in college, what are the things you're stressing about? We're only really stressing about class and pussy. That's the only thing you're stressing <laughs> about in college, yeah. to be honest, right? <laughs> right, right? Now, when you two, five, six, ten 10 years out of college, you begin to have stress around your career, your business, your family. You might have a girl you might be tapping into fatherhood getting married there's a level of control that almost leaves you because your life is not about you as much as it was when you were younger 
Right. And because of that, your cortisol stress spikes your cortisol levels. And when your cortisol levels spike, it pretty much inhibits your testosterone. Mm. And your testosterone is what allows your body and your hormones to function where you're building more muscle, you look leaner, you're losing fat, you have more energy. Your testosterone is linked to a lot of what we would like to see aesthetically as men. Mm -hmm. Now, think about it. As stress goes up, testosterone goes down, mm -hmm. which is why things like your diet play such a huge role in making that transformation. It's whether you're trying to lose weight or gain weight, it doesn't matter. It's Place right. a huge role because right. you want to follow a goal-driven diet system because it's not like college where you can just eat whatever they was giving you at the dining hall, which is garbage, mm -hmm. and it hit the gym five days a week and still look solid because your right. body was just different. It wasn't under the level of stress and environmental factors that you're under now mm -hmm. that you may be an entrepreneur or whatever the case may be. Man, diet is like, again, 95% of the process, focusing on a goal-driven diet. You know, I would say, listen, man, diets have their specificity. A lot mm -hmm. of people, when they come to me about losing weight, they're like, yeah, I did a detox. I did a fast. And I say, that's cool, but a detox or a fast is for cleansing your body. <laughs> cleansing your body right. is not the same thing as losing weight over time sustainably. You know right. what I mean? So a lot of people, we just got a lot of a lot of stuff out there that makes us think that we can just quickly do these things when in reality, man, you got to live a lifestyle. I tell guys all the time, like, listen, if you're looking for a quick fix, I'm not the guy to work with. Right. If you're looking to embrace the lifestyle where you know, where you have the knowledge on the back of your hand on how what you eat influences your body in a way it feels and looks, mm -hmm. and you have the capacity to sustain this, even when you're going through challenging or big busy periods of your life, that's what makes you just that fit dude who everybody asks, how do you stay fit, bro? How do you do it? Like, how do you stay, you know, looking this way? You know right. what I'm saying? Regardless of what you got going on, it's because you built a lifestyle. You've been battle tested. Right. Chasing the kind of the quick fad diets and stuff like that, it, you know, it, it might get you some quick results, but it's not going to get you anything sustainable. If your habits are shitty, you just going to end up right back in the same place, man. And so diet is like 95% of the process. Following a goal-driven diet and a sustainable lifestyle diet is what's most important. Mm, man, that was a bar. You said stress puts testosterone down and because of us being older and having to deal with more factors in our life it adds to our stress levels so that makes diet mm -hmm. that much more important when it comes yeah. to your fitness journey man i never even really thought of it that way but when you put it in those terms it makes a lot of sense so you talked about a goal-driven diet that's mm -hmm. the first time i've heard that so can you just break that down because i know there's a lot of people that probably don't understand that yes so goal-driven diet is dieting based on what your goals are right not every diet diet is created equal. So mm -hmm. for example, uh, Kofi, somebody like you, if you're trying to put some mass on, right, you want to mm -hmm. gain like 10 pounds, mm -hmm. your diet is going to be different than somebody who wants to lose 10 pounds. And that's obvious, but a goal-driven diet actually breaks down from a numeric perspective, you know, what are the things you need to be eating? We call these specifically macronutrients. It's looking at your calories as a whole. Do you need to eat more calories or less calories a day, but also then breaking those down into proteins, carbs, and fats. Carbs and fats are the building blocks of where your body pulls its energy from. Proteins are the building blocks of muscle, perspectively speaking. Right. And so inside of that, when you look at the way that manipulates your body, some people, they eat too much carbs and fats, like they may kind of look a little skinny fat, whereas mm -hmm. you may need to increase your protein intake because protein helps you retain that lean muscle mass that you get from working out, right? And so right. these are all just numerically driven things that it's just really easy to calculate based on your height, your weight, your body mass index to say, okay, what is your goal that you want? Here's the exact number of calories, proteins, carbs, and fats you need to eat a day. And by, by science, by numbers, you'll be able to get there in a specific amount of time. Man, that's fire. That's that's what makes it different. I'm a business guy, so I like numbers. I don't like just following emotions. So it's the same thing with 
dieting. Mm -hmm. Building your body is a lot like building a business. What are the main metrics you need to focus on to see the growth? Right. And the more clear you are and the more focus you can put on those things, the better results you're going to see at an accelerated rate. I love the fact that you talked about metrics because I can tell you come from tech because that's all people <laughs> talk about in tech, right? It's yeah, metric driven yeah. decisions, right? And so like, I love the fact that you're talking about numbers and making sure that we're making decisions based on metrics because a lot of times people just make decisions based on emotions, especially when it comes right. to food and what they eat mm -hmm. and their fitness. They're just like, all right, today, you know what? I want to work my legs. I'll probably eat some protein or whatever the case may be. But right, right, right. when you do it that way, you're kind of just throwing it up in the air and hoping that you hit a, a home run. But that's not yes. really the way you want to take it. Mm -hmm. Man, you definitely know what you're talking about. You definitely do this. Like This is not <laughs> something that it, you just you just well, happen to be Man, doing. I've been in the game for a little bit, over yeah. half a decade. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Tell the people where they can find you, how they can get started with you, all those different things. Absolutely, man. You guys can find me on Instagram as Tice, T-Y-S-E underscore the T-H-E underscore trainer. I'm also on LinkedIn as Elijah Tyson, YouTube Elijah Tyson, and my website is www.thegrindtribe.com. And I have tons of different resources, testimonials, success stories of my clients. It really is what we do. So y'all go ahead, do your homework on me, man, and I'll be glad to connect and help anybody out that I can. Dope. The Grind Tribe, Elijah Tyson. Tap in. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate you. Tap in, bro. Appreciate you as well, man. That's it for this episode. If you like what you heard or you feel like it can help somebody, please share and subscribe. As always, we're going to leave you off with a song or a snippet from a video that we found interesting. So here's Food for Thought by Mel Duro. It's that unreleased. You know, we got those connections. We got those connections, baby. Let's go, Mel. I appreciate you, Brody. Yo. Intelligence, a topic that is delicate. I wear my heart on all my sleeves, and that's my detriment. I'd rather give you food for thought instead of modern medicine. I never hide the pain with champagne and start embellishing. Look, love your children, cause it takes a village. No father figure does affect on how you deal with women. You want the chip, but you can't win a scrimmage. Right. And reading all himself helps will make this composition. I can't relate to these niggas with daughters. How you glorifying rape without mentioning karma? Niggas know that shit destructive, but they push it for a budget. And they rap about the life that will make them a martyr. I live my life and leave niggas in mystery. Fuck the history. People swear they know me, I only gave them a piece of me. I learn from my past, so respect me where I'm at. When the foundation weak, they start a shattering the glass. If you wanna be happy, then just live in private. They gon' hate to see you Cause they got gingivitis I told my homies to invest When you spending nothing less It's a test Poor is noisy But the wealth is silent For every artist that I know That be writing for hours I won't tell you to suppress But your words got power So make a conscious effort Express yourself Don't make it difficult No dope on Sundays But I still write it Just like it's biblical And just because you burning sage That shit don't make you spiritual I struck a nerve I know people don't talk about it Avoiding cracks I know some people Gon' walk around it I'm present with my gift And some people just Never found it yeah. And the media controlling how relationships work Probably scared to be alone I'm just
just admitting it first Set them boundaries, not everybody gets your access Protect your energy, cause time is measured as an asset My phone on D&D, so hit me on my email address huh. Make it hard for people reaching in these seasons You fighting your decisions, but we love to call them demons Expressing how I'm feeling, I just hope that you receive it And I'm gone Recipe Jones, recipe brain. Yeah, a little brain food real quick. Yo, you still here? If you listen to the whole episode, that means you obviously like the podcast. There's nothing wrong with that, but just go to killerbrand.com/store and buy yourself some merch to help support.